0: Peace and blessings, beautiful people, peace and blessings. Welcome to Bad Thought Therapy. I hope that you are well. I hope that your family is well. This is Cherie Hardy, and I am so glad to be able to share with you today. I'm going to jump right into this topic. I want to talk about ways to deal with embarrassment, ways to deal with embarrassment. Now, if you were to look at the word embarrassment, I'm probably sure that you would you might see the word humiliation, might be a synonym, maybe even shame or guilt might be synonyms to embarrassment. And I want to talk about this because right now, um, because of social media, if you have a moment of embarrassment it can be shared you know many different times whether you know it or not and um i'm praying that laws will change when people videotape and you don't you don't know you're being videotaped that kind of thing but um i'm doing this because there was an interesting video that went viral not long ago and it's a video clip of a pastor out of south africa um, intentionally it seemed, it seemed, I'm going to say it seemed like he was intentionally trying to embarrass or humiliate his wife. And because I don't speak the language and I didn't see the video in its, in its entirety, I'm a little nervous about, I want to be careful about, you know, just forming some kind of conclusion or making an assumption. But there was a great life lesson here because based on people who evaluated this um, this video? And they um, apparent, I guess they knew um, what the guy was saying. The minister embarrassed his wife because she did not bring her. She left her Bible in the car. So the video clip that I saw was kind of interesting. It was a pastor. He was on the, the clip that I saw because I didn't see the whole thing. But the pastor was on the podium or whatever preaching. And then all of a sudden, he calls his wife to the stage or to the podium, and um, he gives her the mic. He goes back and he sits down. At a certain point, though, I think before she starts, he just—you hear his voice. His voice is raised. He's speaking very fast, and basically, people who speak his language, which I don't know what it is um, was saying that he was, you know, chastising her or scolding her for not having her Bible. Well, she goes right into, um, cause she has the mic. She goes right into praise and worship and she doesn't miss a beat. You know, she just looks at him. She doesn't, but she just goes right into praise and worship. And here's where the video does get interesting. So as she's starting the praise and worship, most of the church members because of, of somebody's filming this the camera scans the congregation and most of them are in praise and worship their heads are bowed their hands are up there they're into whatever she's saying but the pastor is looking around at the people and if we get his expression right it looks like he is um you know scornful at them because I, I, I'm just again, I hate to make assumptions, but I'm going to go ahead and make one. I guess that's bad, but he is sort of like, well, you heard what I said about her Bible, and they don't miss a beat. She doesn't miss a beat, the congregation doesn't miss a beat, and most of the videos that I saw of people sort of, you know, commenting on this, this what he did. They commended her for not responding in a negative way. And I just took it as, wow, there's so many life lessons from this and I want to talk about this. So what is embarrassment? It is that uncomfortable feeling that we associate with making some kind of mistake or a faux pas, um, some of our flaws being exposed publicly. Because if if we fell on the ground at home we wouldn't be embarrassed probably because we're at home in the privacy of our home, there are things that we do and no one sees. And there is something about us where we want to keep certain things private and certain things should be private. And when they're exposed publicly, um, we can feel that discomfort or we can feel bad. And that is what we call embarrassment. Some people might say it's shame. Um, depending on if we've done something bad versus someone is filming us going through something bad, there may be some uh, guilt associated with that. And because of cameras, your embarrassment can be filmed and it can be shared without your permission, even without your knowledge. So how do we handle that? Well, the first thing is I I, I am because I'm so aware of this This world of voyeurism, it's increased, it's always been there. But because of social media, because of cameras, and everybody is trying to get um people to look at them, it's attention seekers, they will use your embarrassment as a way to get attention. And people who may not be aware of that, you can become a victim, so to speak, of these attention seekers. And so the first thing is I I just want to encourage people to be careful. I'm one of those people, you know, at this point in my life, I am not trying to be in the, you know, social media and the media all the time. There is, there's a, there's something bittersweet about that. But when you live your life, um, in the public and your life becomes like a fishbowl, you can be embarrassed. And so here's some life lessons. And I thought about that pastor's wife. And I think that's what I'm going to subtitle this, something like lessons from a pastor's wife. So I think the first thing that can help us deal with embarrassment is to accept the fact that everybody makes mistakes and everybody makes mistakes publicly. And for that reason alone, no one is in a position to judge someone else or make fun of anybody else. I'm one of those people, I believe that whatever you do to other people, it'll come back around to you. So if I laugh at somebody else's mistake or I find that funny or I try to spread the humiliation, so to speak, I just feel like I'm just karma. It's just going to bring that back around to me. But you just have to accept the fact that, you know, everybody goes through a bad moment and it's in front of people. Again, because of social media, because of how... Um, Media in general is done. Your mistake can go in front of more people, but that doesn't mean that you have to um, live under this dark cloud. That you can't still live your life. And I know this is probably easier said than done, but I'm just led to encourage somebody. You just keep your head up and you keep going. Because what he, what the minister was trying to do was embarrassing her, embarrass her for not having her Bible. And I guess she was the co-pastor with him in this particular church. Um, And instead of him just continuing to do what he was doing, preaching or teaching, or just letting her do the praise and worship, whether she had her Bible or not, that public scolding was malicious. And that is what people are using today to humiliate people, to embarrass people, to shame people. And we have to make a decision that we are not going to let people place shame and humiliation and embarrassment on us. Because it's one of those things that, yes, you know, it looks bad, you feel bad. You know, um, some of these entertainers, you know, maybe they while they're performing, for example, they fell down the stairs or maybe a private moment with a a loved one that normally you could have a little spat in private and then work through it later, you know, it's filmed. So now everybody in the world knows about this, you know, and you have this embarrassment attached to it. You have to take off that shame and understand every moment that you have, everybody else has, whether we see it or not. The other thing is, is you have to tell yourself that you are not less than because you've had this bad moment, this, this moment of discomfort or some, some mistake or some faux pas, some problem is public. You have to tell yourself that you're not less than because of it, because you aren't. No one is better than you and no one is less than you. You are just as good as every single human being in this world. Unfortunately, from a spiritual perspective, sometimes that's hard to receive and embrace because the world is constantly telling you, the, the the system, the world system is constantly telling you you're not good enough. If you don't look a certain way, if you don't have certain things, if you don't do certain things, then you're not necessarily going to get certain amount of attention or accolades or recognition and that's okay and in fact now more than ever i think being in a place of, of obscurity is a blessing because when you live your life in a fishbowl people can see everything and it's not only the good things we want people to see but they can also see the bad things and then people when you put yourself out there all the time people feel like Your life is not even your own, you know, just like what is happening to Jamie Foxx. Apparently he's had some kind of medical issue and now the whole world, you know, people are different. People are saying, well, they want to see him. They want to know what's going on. But even though he is an actor and he has done things in public, he still has a right to have a private life. And that's the thing, you know, about, you know, being public, you got to be careful. People feel like you owe them your life and you really don't. So just keep that in mind. If you make a mistake in the public and you do something that is bad and it is filmed or it comes to the light, I think it's so important to, first of all, have a moment, you know, where you just kind of shut everything down, you know, especially if you're a public figure. But then at a certain point, you need to apologize and you need to apologize in a genuine way. And and it's whether you're a public figure or not, I don't care who you are or what, what you do. It's important for us to feel real remorse when we hurt others. Anytime we hurt other people, we should not feel good about it. We should feel remorse. The only way you stop doing bad is you have to feel bad about it. You don't have to stay there, but you do have to feel bad about it. Because if you don't feel remorse, when a person doesn't feel any remorse, guess what, ladies and gentlemen, they will never, ever stop doing the bad that they were doing. And that is why when people make mistakes, you love them, you give them grace, but if they don't really feel remorse, And you keep dealing with them, and guess what's going to happen? They're going to keep doing the same thing to you over and over again. They're never going to stop. It's because they really don't feel any remorse. But I say that when you do something bad and and it is exposed, you should really apologize and you should feel a, a real sense of remorse. Now, let me just say this. An apology is not going to be enough for some people. It's not, it may make it may not make the problem disappear depending on what the problem is. Because if you did a crime or you did something that was immoral and it comes to the light, even if you apologize, there are consequences that you have to face, and you have to face those consequences. And preferably, the creator will give you grace and mercy. People may not, but that's, but in the end. That's the most important thing, though, is where you stand with the Most High God. People may not ever forgive you, and they may not ever let you forget. If you make a gross mistake, and it really was a mistake, some people are never, ever going to let you forget that you made that mistake. But you have to, which leads me up to another part, you have to forgive yourself, and you have to seek out forgiveness from God and from the people that you you have hurt. If they do not, if they decide not to forgive you, if they decide to hold that over your head, that's them. But you give a genuine genuine apology, a sincere, heartfelt, heart heartfelt, excuse me, real apology for what you have done. And you take actions to try to make amends for what you've done. And again, You want to be in right standing with God. People may not let you forget. You know, they may hold it over your head forever. But once you have done, first of all, you've asked for forgiveness of them. You are sincere and you commit to not doing it ever again. Then you have to let it go. Whatever they do is between them and God. When you know you've done the work and you face God and you've tried to get forgiveness and grace from them, that's all you can do. Now, and you know, and again, they're never going to let you forget it. And you have to, that is their right. That is actually their prerogative that if you've done something to them, then they have the prerogative of saying, I'm not going to forget that you've done this because number one, if they do, then they know that then there's a potential that you can hurt them again. And they choose not to put themselves in that position, but do your part. And when we're embarrassed and we do wrong, all we can do, this leads me to another thing, is just do as much good as we can. Every human being is flawed, makes mistakes, has problems. Sometimes they are publicized and therefore we feel this sense of embarrassment because we've done something wrong in front of people or we, you know, I was thinking about my own embarrassment, we failed in front of people. Sometimes you feel like, you know, you're trying to do something and it didn't work the way you wanted it to. And because people knew you were trying to do this thing publicly, when it doesn't go the way you thought it would go, you're embarrassed you know, and it's, it's real. Your problem is exposed. Your failure is exposed. So here's another thing to do is to press that stop button on the memories because they're going to come back. What you have done and what has been done to you is a permanent part of your memory. It's a permanent part of your, what you can possibly think of. And you have to learn how to use your conscious mind to say stop, press that stop button and not replay embarrassing moments, negative moments and bad moments over and over in your life because that does not serve a purpose. Once you remember and you have felt remorse and you have done everything in your power, if it's a mistake that you made yourself, to correct it. If someone did it to you, then you have to, both ways, you have to press stop, you have to forgive them, and you have to let them go. And you have to move beyond that moment. Because one thing about the past, we cannot undo it. Once once something happens, it has happened, and you can't go back and reverse the hands of time. And so you have to move forward. And memories, with flashbacks, and memories will try to Rise up in your mind, and you have to say no. You have to another thing you have to do, and I talk about this all the time you have to change the channel. When a bad thought comes to your mind, whether it's embarrassment of a mistake you've made, or if it's something that somebody else has done, then you have to say, You know what? I'm going to change the channel, I'm going to think about something else, I'm going to think about my future. I'm going to think about something good that has happened or that is going to happen. You, you, you have to make that choice and you have that choice. You don't have to waddle and replay that embarrassing moment in your mind over and over again, because it does not serve a purpose. It will not help you and it will not help anybody else. It will not solve a problem. It will not change anything So therefore, it serves no purpose. Press that stop button, change the channel. And one of the things I believe in is already having having these good visions for yourself. Have your dreams in the forefront of your mind. Have some good things that you've experienced, some good memories in the forefront of your mind, so that when negative memories try to rise up and play out in your mind, you can quickly change the channel and you already have something to change it to. That is powerful. The other thing is if you're embarrassed and it's that embarrassing where you've done something and it's a mistake or it was a faux pas, a problem in front of other people, you can relocate and you can leave. You know, there are people, I've seen different situations happen where people had a relationship on the job. And then, you know, everybody knew that they had this relationship. Then the relationship didn't work out. Sometimes the relationship can it can go in a really bad direction. And, you know, I, I know getting up and leaving and relocating and letting go sometimes, again, I get it. Sometimes it's easier to say that than do it. But it's sometimes one of the best things you can do. When... You've had a situation where embarrassment is involved. You need to relocate. You need to leave. You need to, you know, sometimes you got to let go of certain people. It doesn't matter their title or their position in your life. You have to let go of people that will constantly remind you of your mistakes over and over again. You have to love them, but you have to let them go because that's not that's not helping you. Reminding you of when you made this mistake over and over again, sometimes it's good, but but sometimes it's an overkill and it's not healthy for you. Let let it go. Also, this is something hard, I know, for most people, but get off of social media. You know, if somebody is out there talking about you and, re, you know, having all this, reshowing your video, you won't even know it if you don't see it. You know you can if something is out there and you did not give your permission for some situation out there you can take legal action to have let's say a video removed um you know and that has happened young lady was um sports commentator years ago went to a hotel she had a stalker and while she was undressing he filmed her and then he publicized what he filmed And she, it was hard, but she had to go to court and she had to get a lawsuit, which she won. Um, And, you know, she just kept it going. But for a while, you know, she just got, she took a break from public life. And that is an option. I remember um, seeing something with Monica Lewinsky. And for years, um, she, if you're not familiar with her, she is the young lady who was an intern at the White House when Bill Clinton was the U.S. president. And she had, they had an affair. And, but when it came to the light, she was the brunt of so, uh, it was just cruelty. There's, there's no other word I can say, but it was just cruelty. All kinds, all levels of cruelty. And she talked about in, in a TED talk how She had become suicidal. Her parents um, kept an eye on her. Thankfully, she was able to work through what she called her shame. And she started to process it differently when she realized, you know, that was a mistake that she made. Um, But, um, and she could move on. She could still hold her head up. She didn't have to be ashamed. She was the only one involved in that mistake and she learned, you know, to live with the fact that everybody makes mistakes. Hers just happened to be publicized and she did not have to, um, her life was worth living. And, and, that, and it, is, it is, you know, we all, again, we all make mistakes. We all do things that we're not proud of. And a certain point is hard, we gotta face it. I did it, I am deeply um, apologetic. I wish I could change it. Let me know what I can do to change it. Um, if you cannot because you can't go back in reverse time and you can't undo your mistakes, you have to move forward. If people don't want to move forward, that's their prerogative if they want to get stuck, but you can't be pulled down with them and you shouldn't be. The last thing and probably um, is something so critical is is you have to do the spiritual work. You have, you know prayer, I, I say this all the time on my podcast talking to God. And listening to God is one of the most um, effective effective things, if not the most effective thing you can do to have peace in your life. I am convinced that peace is the greatest blessing from God. And it's because I know people with money, they don't have peace. I know people with, you know, uh, love, they don't have peace. I know people with good health, they don't have peace. I know people with so much going for themselves and they just don't have peace and it is only with a relationship with God, the most high God of intimate, personal relationship with God is you can have peace. Without God, you cannot have peace. With God, you can experience a preternatural peace that goes beyond our understanding. And that's what you have to do to deal with embarrassment. You know, I, again, I, I think about myself and I was working through my grief, you know, this summer, God has been so good to me, allowing me to work through the grief of losing my business. And a part, and I was, I was reassessing each emotion that I had. And one of the emotions that I had was embarrassment. I was just embarrassed that my business didn't work and people had told me that it wasn't going to work. I was embarrassed that maybe I had chosen the wrong location for the business. I was embarrassed that, um, I, you know, I thought it was going to work. I was promoting it and it didn't work. I was just embarrassed and I had to work through that. And the only way that I worked through that is because of my relationship with the Most High God. He gave me a peace to say that his will will be done. And if it's not his will for that business to work at that particular time, that's a blessing because that means that he has something better That means that he wanted me to do something else, and my life belongs to him. And when I just accepted his providence and his sovereignty about that situation, I had peace. And that is the only way that you get peace. You have to go to God, you have to talk to him because he's the only one, I have to tell you this, that will forgive and forget. People may not forgive and forget. And I'm talking about people that love you the in they're related to you, they may not, but God will. That's why you need him more than anything else. You need to ask for his forgiveness if you've done something to hurt someone and now you're embarrassed about it. You've done you've made some mistake, you've done something immoral, illegal, whatever it is. He is the only one that can forgive you. He is the only one that will forget. And you need to go to him and you need to take ownership of your life because. There's something interesting about us, and that is we try to avoid being embarrassed. So we do everything we can to not face our mistake or our problem or our faux pas or shortcoming or our problem. We try to avoid it by denying it. We try to avoid it by lying. And you can't deny and lie to God. And you can do that with people, but it's only when you take ownership of your life, and, and that includes the good and the bad, and the ugly. When you take ownership, and you say, you know what, I'm the one that got myself in this position. And that's what I had to do with my business too, is that I put myself in the position that I'm at am now, and dealing with the after effects. Nobody put a gun to my head. I thought I had prayed. I thought I was making a decision, but I can't blame anybody. When you just look at yourself, whatever's going on in your life and you take full ownership and full responsibility, that is when your life can change. That is when you can get healing, you can be empowered. And I want to say this, the number one thing you need to do when you're having an embarrassing moment is to do good. That pastor's wife. The husband tried to humiliate her because she had left her bible in the car but she got up and she did praise and worship and she focused on god she didn't focus on her husband he was looking around the room and scorning, you know looking scornful that people had just ignored his scorn and his humiliation and was praising and worshiping god and that's a powerful life lesson for all of us is that we just have to keep doing good We have to keep holding up our heads. We have to keep serving. We have to keep praying. We have to keep working for God. And we have to just do the right thing. And that is the way that you deal with embarrassment. You just keep going. You keep doing good. You make peace and you don't worry about, you can't worry about whether or not other people do. You can pray for them, you can hope the best, you can try to make amends if your embarrassment involves hurting someone else or doing something to someone else, you can try to make amends if you can. But then there's a point when you have to let it go. And so, you know, and we have biblical examples of that, we have everyday examples of that where people have fallen short and we all do And the only thing you can do since you cannot go back and undo your mistake is to forgive, to forgive yourself, to ask God to help you to make amends and move forward. Because tomorrow cannot be undone. The only thing you have is now. And if God's grace allows, you will have tomorrow. Well, that's the end. I see that red light wonderful people. Peace and blessings to you. I'm Cherie Hardy. Have a great night. Take care.